Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast, Episode 5. How you doing there, Bravo? Alpha, it's a great day today. It, it is. It is. It really it's a pretty is. good day. Pretty good day. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, before we get into our banner, we want to go over a few things right up top, give you the bottom line up front, as always. Um, we're, we're new at this obviously uh this is our fifth program um think we're coming along okay uh learning a lot about analytics and how to run things and some user feedback and we want to talk a little bit about the format you know we we tried it as a video podcast and and we're going to keep doing that because quite frankly when you start getting into this that's the easiest entry point to market or easiest mm -hmm. entry point to an audience, right? Sure. Um, the whole theory of doing a 20 minute video and then cutting over to audio, like we said last time, it, it's very difficult. It's, it's, it's difficult. We lost a lot of people. Out yeah. We just, people were like into it and then we stopped it and then you have to go over to this over here. Um, it's kind of like uh, flying and you have to, uh, not to get there, you have to go somewhere else to get on another plane to get there finally, you know, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, people were missing the connection. So we're That's right. They missed the connection. And then they went to customer service and said, uh, I want my money back pretty much for free. We're giving you something that we pay to do and mm -hmm. you to for free. And we get complaints, which is odd, but <laughs> not surprising in this new modern era. Uh, That's right. I'll complain about something I'm getting for free. All right. Yes. Problem. So you know, so we we've come to realize that we're obviously a better podcast than a video. Okay, but there are certain people, certain consumers of this kind of media that do listen to these things in the background on a video player, whether it be YouTube. We we see the numbers or Rumble. Um, we see the numbers, so people are listening uh, while they're doing other things. Because I can't imagine they're sitting there looking at my stupid little icon and your stupid little icon for 45. It's not stupid. It's representative. Well, okay. Well, fair enough. Yes. 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 Okay. So we're going to, we're going to keep posting it that way, but concurrently what we're going to do is we are going to be running the entirety of the broadcast in podcast format. We're going to run right through with the video um, just for everybody's information. These things chew up a ton of memory mm. like we'll have to buy more hard drives if we keep you know having two different versions and have to do all this editing it's 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 amazing that you you don't realize until you start doing it yeah things uh things we should have read about before we started into this on a wednesday afternoon and a few days later we had our first episode and they were like oh now what are we doing but well anyhow, i like the uh i like doing by doing and then kind of adjust as you go along with some help from others. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, it's kind of like learning in the middle of a gunfight. Probably yeah, a bad well, idea. Well, you know, but that's a bad doing, idea. That's a very, very bad idea. So the the quick hits, the bottom line up front. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the president uh, being discharged from the hospital. Yay. Uh, yeah, yay. Good, good for him. That's, that's great news. Um, you always want the captain of the ship to be healthy. Um, mm-hmm. You always want the best possible outcome uh, for anybody's health, regardless, Republican, Democrat, president, regular guy. It doesn't make any difference. We want everybody to be good. And the president's mm -hmm. OK, seemingly OK. 
Um, and if he's not okay, he's doing a really good job of hiding it, which is what a good leader does. Um, so that's great. Um, uh, very interesting. I, I have to drive past uh, Walter Reed uh, every day on the way home. Um, so today I drove up Wisconsin Avenue. Uh, mm -hmm. I can drive past Walter Reed. There's a couple of different ways to go. Normally I take one side of the, of the campus there and sometimes I take the other and today I took mm -hmm. the other. Really cool to see everybody outside uh, rallying for the president. Very cool. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. Just, and to hear that, did you miss him leaving or did you miss the motorcade when he drove by everyone and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any of that. And, and when you, when you live in this town, uh, the mm -hmm. last thing you want to get tied up in is a presidential motorcade. Ah, I see. You, you don't want to get tied up in that. Uh, so, you know, moving, moving along, uh, the media seems to be losing their minds over the whole thing. Uh, mm -hmm. and the members of the democratic party, uh, they're, they're flipping their, flipping their wigs. So that's, that's interesting. Uh, and moving along to our next topic, uh, the, in general, the mainstream media, uh, they're at it again, mm -hmm. uh, telling false narratives about just about everything. Right. Um, oh, they, they, they're gaslighting, um, to the point where I'm surprised there's any fuel left to burn anything. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's Tuck, Tucker Carlson, the, uh, the virtue is the sin with the Democratic mm. Party. Uh, well said by Tucker. Mr. Tucker. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, we're coming to the point now where, where I strongly believe that not very many people believe what they're saying anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they've, I think they've run out of steam. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, and uh, in our opinion section, at, after we hit our high points uh, in the discussion, we're going to talk a little bit about the vice presidential debate coming up. Um, that uh, I th I think that's going to be very interesting. What do you think, Bravo? Well, you know, I I I, I got my uh, crystal ball back from the repair shop, and I, I'm going to yeah. try it out. We're going to try and see how it works. You know, the other day I dropped it; it wasn't working very well, and now I you know got it fixed, and we'll we'll try it. You know, we do we we want to try and bring forth the different points that we think they're going to hit and what it's going to happen. Um, and maybe draw some, some differences between the presidential debate and the vice presidential debate. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Sure. Um, you know, let's, let's back up the train a little bit, um, mm -hmm. a little bit back to the format. And, and this is kind of like a, a little bit of commentary here. I mm -hmm. wanted to add, um, for everybody that's listening, uh, we could very easily turn our cameras on. And in a normal world, uh, I wouldn't have a problem doing that. But it seems that everybody has a problem with everybody else. And expressing my opinion and Bravo expressing his opinion in an open format like this is just ammunition for people to try to ruin my life and ruin Bravo's life. Yep. Uh, so we're really in an interesting time where free speech is, you know, it's not gone, but there's a really high price that you have to pay to be counter to the mob. Right. Yeah. When we started this uh, last week, are we coming up on a week already? 
Yes. Alpha? Yeah. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Close to a week. And when it comes to expressing our opinions, we want to be part of that discussion. We want to, we want to help get the ideas out there. We decided that money was not important to us, but we wanted to uh, per, uh, give some ideas out there by two average Americans, two average Joes. Um, and, and it's, it's sad in the, at my, my current work area that I have been uh, brought into the office and threatened because of what I believe in. And you feel powerless. You have no ability to uh, fight back because they'll just throw you out. And there's a lot of people that I work with who would love to see uh, me go bye-bye and, and because they feel that their beliefs and their thinking is better than mine. So that's kind of why we're not really jumping out there with our names. We'll let you figure out what we do for a living. Um, but we wanted to share that with you and thank you for listening. So. Right. Uh, well said. Um, who we are makes no difference. Uh, what we say does. Um, it's substance mm -hmm. that matters. Uh, yeah. And, and on that note, just wanted to throw that in because it's, it's really, it's really difficult because I want, I'm not afraid. You know, I have a family to feed, right? Yep. Bravo has a family to feed. You know, the, the older you get, the harder you work, the more you have to lose. Um, and believe me, uh, these people out there would, uh, like nothing more than for people like us to lose everything mm -hmm. for sport. And, and I'm and not interested in that. We mentioned in the first couple of episodes why why we feel this is important to do. The do matters. Again, thanks to Mr. Bongino for telling for teaching us that. Uh That's right. but but uh we wanna we want to make sure that we we uh get the word out. And and that you we're not we're not different. If you're listening to us, you can have different views and, and disagree with us. Uh, and we'd love to hear you disagree, you know, what, what you think. We're all here to learn. It's when the imposing one's values on someone else and making value judgments about those values is where I stand up and have to uh, take that on the best way that myself and Alpha knows how. And that's getting the word out. Right. And this is our way of putting some skin in the game yep. as much as, as much as we can. So sure. Without a whole lot more delay and, and we're going to climb down off the, uh, climb down off the soapbox now. Thanks for listening. Although we are, we are on top of the hill kind of, uh, being the town crier, you know, we are the town crier, the, <laughs> yeah. the anonymous town crier. Pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, let's, let's move on to our, our stories we want to cover. Sure. Uh, let's, let's cover a little bit about the president and his, uh, his challenge. Um, mm -hmm. He put out a tweet today. And for those listening on podcast, and maybe some people don't like to play with Twitter. Uh, I hate Twitter. Mm. Said it before, say it again. Greatest tweet. It's a in dumpster the fire. Oh, it's a, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to read the tweet to you. Uh, from Donald Trump, uh, President Trump, uh, at uh, 2.37 this afternoon. Uh, I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling really good, exclamation point. Don't be afraid of COVID. 
don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago, exclamation point. I get, Thank I you get uh, excited pre- hearing that. I, I am, I am, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it is awesome. Um, listen, anybody that does not like this guy, fine. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't like everything he says, but the man speaks from personal experience. Um, mm-hmm. He got the same treatments that you and I could get if we were to come down with this and had symptoms that were uh, bad enough for us to see treatment mm-hmm. um, medical interventions out there the emergency rooms are not swamped um, people are not dying like they were or it's not being reported I think it's getting old uh, for the news mm-hmm. the narrative so we'll we'll move on to that uh, in, in a little while but um, they are they are only reporting numbers of people getting it schools are shutting down because people are getting it but they're not talking about is the death rates again bodies aren't piling up outside of emergency departments there aren't any zombies walking around with covid right that people are surviving and they're getting better and that's what they're not telling you in looking at the numbers bravo correct me if i'm wrong um on average it's between 0.3 and 0.7% fatal for those that get it, depending on the age bracket, correct? Is oh, that 0.03 to 0.07. 0.03 to 0.07, pardon me, that's right. correct. Because okay. it makes it, quote, 97% um, or 90, uh, f- 95%. You know, like when you take the decimal point, move it around. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So it's a, it's a small number. Um, thankfully, very small, very small number, um, of those that get it, uh, will succumb to this. Mm-hmm. And, and remind, remind everyone when they talk about the press is not talking about this. So we will, uh, someone comes down with this, uh, and, and look at the press. Let's just, let's just look at the most famous person that had, had, had the Wuhan virus here, uh, president Trump. He did a, he did a, uh, you know, when he was doing his last rally, uh, he sounded pretty winded, really a little tired. I, I thought he was sounding a little bit tired, you know, he was, but he was getting through there. And at that point, you know, one of his uh, staffers tested positive. Hope, uh, you know what last name? Anyway. Hope Hicks. Uh, Hope Hicks, thank you. Uh, Hope Hicks tested positive. He tested positive, And then the rest of it went downhill. They immediately confirmed it with the most sensitive test that they have is an art, uh, you know, a uh, confirmation test and off he went, you know, then they made the announcement. He then is treated. Uh, they, they were monitoring him. They felt that it was important to uh, send him to the hospital uh, and admit him. He got treated and he, he was receiving the medication. There was there a whole bunch of different medications. We won't go into them, uh, you know, for a second right. time. However, um, responded very well, you know, and he, you know, to stay in a hospital at anyone's age, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, there are so many, um, what they call nosocomial diseases or infections, meaning uh, infections that are obtained at a healthcare facility, uh, passed on either by 
you know, procedures or by someone else coming in the room, taking care of you, gets passed on from one to the other, and they can be just as bad. So nosocomial infections, you know, you don't want to be in the hospital. If you can get better at home, go home. Well, I think, I, I think the leading cause of death in hospitals is secondary infection. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Staff, strep, C. difficile, uh, any number of different things, pneumonia, uh, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it goes on and on and on and on. I've, I've seen it dozens and dozens of times, and uh, as I'm yep. sure you have. Yep. So, you know, look, it. all right, the guy's a machine. He gets diagnosed with it last week, and now they're sending him home. Okay, you're good. Yep. Go home. Is he 100%? I don't, I don't think he's 100%. I think he's probably not feeling great, but you know what? I, I think he's doing good. And, and I think it's important. And I think this is an important message to people like me and, and perhaps you or others who think that, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid of this. Back to the mortality rate mm-hmm. of, of COVID, the 0.03 to 0.07% uh, fatal, mm-hmm. depending on age bracket. That fatality rate is for a disease we do not have a vaccine for. Correct. The fatality rate for the common flu, flu A, flu B, or yep. other influenza, variants of the in, yeah. generic yeah. influenza yep. is significantly higher. Yep. And it spreads just as quickly. Well, almost just as quickly. Right. And just as a as a as a point here, Alpha, I would just say that when people succumb to influenza, they don't get recorded as influenza. They don't count. They don't keep counting numbers through the entire summer and keep the number keep you know on this on a on a chiron or a graphic on the side of the screen uh, and, the, and keep the numbers going to keep everyone nervous. They they say uh, that's part patient, of the. That's part of yeah. the narrative now, isn't it? Ah, yes. And they will say uh, someone came to pneumonia, secondary influenza maybe, or their heart gives out, or they die of sepsis, or urinary tract infection, or what we call, uh, you know, or pyelonephritis, which is an infection in the kidneys. It goes, you know, all those things uh, from the care. Usually it's pneumonia. From my experience, it's been pneumonia that people succumb to from. But anyway. That's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, it's it's a, again a narrative, which kind of leads into our next story. Well, uh, it, it does lead it does lead nicely into the into the next sure. uh, into the next uh, segment here. Mm-hmm. It's about the media and the narrative and what everyone's being told. Mm-hmm. Again, what? Why is it? And just you know, just to briefly you know. To, to start this topic off, watching the coverage from from uh, Doctor uh, from um, uh, President Trump's stay at the hospital, everyone on uh, you know like there was huge crowds. You saw it, Alpha. You you witnessed how many people were there. Could you estimate how many people were there? Doesn't matter, right? A lot of people, right? Let's call it uh, many hundreds. Okay, and. Not only, you know, the, the, the media would, would, has been reporting, we want him to get better, but he's been, he, it's his fault he got it. Or we want 
to me, you know, you, you hear on, on Twitter, people wishing him ill will, not, not good wishes. Right. Uh, why? What, what is it about the, this situation? And, and again, we talked about this last show, right? You know, the humanity, the, you know, uh, understanding where we, uh, we want the best for everybody. It, it's, it's a, it's very disturbing. And, you know, we had, I was listening to, uh, like we mentioned last show, Dr. Steve Turley, and he mentioned a, a theory that really struck home with what we're talking about just right now. And he mentioned this uh, agenda setting theory. And I went and looked it up and I wanted to learn a little bit more about it. And Alpha, it'd be interesting to find out that back in 1972, Maxwell McCombs uh, communications, um, you know, at the universities have different departments. And the yeah, this was an Oxford know. study, wasn't it? This was a yep. paper written out of study. Oxford. Yeah. And yep. we'll put and we'll put that link up in the uh, on the site on on YouTube, and we'll put it up on Rumble. Um, so if anybody's interested in reading yep. up on the Maxwell and McCombs uh, paper about agenda setting and the agenda setting theory. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll, we'll summarize it at a very, very high level. I mean, it, it's very involved. It, it's, it's a scientific paper. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's, there's two kinds of people in the world. Right. There's academics. Yep. And there's everybody else. <laughs> right. And what, what is it about academics? They really, they, they decide that uh, something that you would do on a normal basis every day, just kind of right. do your thing. Right. They actually study it, write about it, uh, get it published, and then it becomes very sophisticated. Correct. It's, it's just a lot of fancy words to describe what you do every day. What you what you do every way every day. And the agenda setting theory is is mm -hmm. seriously seriously it's it's a it's a wonderful paper, mm -hmm. and it's I don't know uh, ten ten pages long. Um, yeah, something like that. Something like yeah. that. It, it's a, it's it's really a great read mm -hmm. um, of all of the uh, studies that I've read and, and academic papers that were published. It, it wasn't horrible to read because it's very mm -hmm. applicable. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, it it comes down to a couple of different high points, right? Sure. Um, and the high points are how 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 was an agenda set. Right. How do, who decides it? Right. And how was it decided? And how and how do you get it out there? Who, how, and why? That's that. And there you go. Ding. Right. Yep. Okay. So there's two basic assumptions in the agenda setting theory. Right. Mm -hmm. The media filters and shapes reality instead of reflecting it. Or reporting it. That's right. Yeah. News stories aren't presented chronologically, order of importance, anything other than sensationalism. You know, mm -hmm. what's sensational? What's what's the biggest attention-grabbing headline that that's emotionally charged and a tiny bit of fact that, that puts a stake in somebody's uh, recent memory so they can just, all they have to do is back the memory bank up to that and say, oh, I remember that. It's like right? a tab stop on a typewriter. Well, if you ever use a typewriter or, you know, on a, a word processor. Uh, we're dating ourselves. I know we are. Stop. But sensational, like, you know, young person so came to COVID. 
did they mention anything in that headline about that that person was uh, with multiple comorbidities or, you know, you, they want you to remember <gasps> COVID is very scary and someone young died. So everyone that says, well, it's not really the, you know, and, and then you start going down this, what I call rabbit hole, where you just start thinking because it's told to you from an assumed uh, level of authority. Right. Anything that's on the internet is true. Is that correct? Alfred? Well, well, I, I, I would say that instead of, you know, that's where you start thinking. I, I say that's where people stop thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, they take things at a very superficial value. Yep. They don't read much deeper than a headline. They mm-hmm. don't listen much more than, I don't know, what's the average attention span? 45 seconds? Not even. Not even. Okay. It's not in our videos. I mean, I think we hold people's attention for about right. 17 minutes and 25 seconds on the average, which is, right. you know, I think that's, that's doing pretty well. Sure. Um, so the, let's move on. The second assumption mm-hmm. states that the more attention the media gives to certain issues, the more mm-hmm. likely the public will be to label them as vital, right? It's vital, right? So it's what was repetition, been, you know, repetition, 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 repetition. It's yep. why you see three different media outlets: CNN, MSNBC, and CNBC, and all and NBC and ABC, and sometimes even Fox is guilty of this. Did you ever notice that all of the talking points are all coordinated? Yep. Hmm. Why is hmm. that? Hmm. When you were studying for things in school, how did you remember things? Repetition. Repeat, 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 repeat. rinse, repeat. Hmm. Exactly. Lather, so, rinse, repeat. Repeat. Exactly. And regurgitate. Yeah. So, right. you know, th- that's the that's the critical theory, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's really that's really where where it's at you know that's so, the that's the agenda setting theory in in a nutshell so then what happens is then everyone's likely to respond to those top stories covered by the local or national news and then dozens of stories uh, and, st- and and um, excuse me different a um, bunch of studies uh testified to the to the political legal and economic effects of this agenda setting. So everyone said, well, this is what, I, it must be true because we, we said so. And then it just, it just kind of falls on itself and gets to be this big uh, avalanche, you know, one rock falls and the rest come down. Um, I think it's also one other thing, Alpha, I think it's the 24 hour news cycle, I think is more of a curse than a blessing. And, and there is something to say about the, the days of, of um, Walter Cronkite, you know, the, the evening news, local news it was a half hour and we didn't have all these outlets and that was a little bit too restrictive because if you didn't hear it from uh walter cronkite uh it's the way it is and way it shall be you know that, that kind of thing right then it was you know you didn't know about it or the newspapers newspapers were really the only daily source you could get and you had to sit down and read it and people had routines they got the newspaper from outside they would sit down and eat breakfast and want to read the newspaper but when well, the, well, wait oh, a minute. Let's 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 put that into perspective for a quick minute, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think mm-hmm. that I think this needs a little bit of regular, real world perspective. Mm-hmm. When you and I went to school, we were taught how to critically think. That's true. If but, we wanted information, we had to go look for it. Correct. 
and we were taught how to pitch an argument. Do you remember we our first uh, research papers? You know, absolutely. Uh, index cards, bibliographies, going to the stacks, pulling the uh, articles, xeroxing them, or you know, taking notes, right? And then writing about it, and then you know, your sources went with it. Absolutely. I mean, and it was it was facts are facts, mm -hmm. and there are truisms to life. Correct. And now people don't even know what bathroom to use. Okay, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> you know, it's how far we have fallen in, mm -hmm. in 30 something years or mm -hmm. so. Oh my God. Right. Mm. Um, mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's the thing. I mean, what would pass for, if you put a modern day student in our shoes mm -hmm. and you took, you could turn back the hands of time. And I took a high school senior from today's world mm -hmm. and we went you know call marty and 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 dr brown and let's go 88 miles an hour and we're going back in the delorean right? yeah in the delorean right we're going back in time and we're going to wind up in the high school that i graduated from mm -hmm. and we're going to set them in he who shall be nameless as class how do you know think what to do no, they wouldn't how, know what how, to do. no, no, they would. First of all, their feelings would be hurt. Um, well, they'd be, they'd be triggered, triggered, um, right. probably on the ground, sucking their thumb in the fetal position, crying and wetting themselves because they called them a bad name. Right. right. Or they got a quadraphonic noogie. Um, <laughs> true story. I know. I, I get it. You get it. You get, I get it. it. I get it. it we all it get is, it. Yeah. We all, well, no, we don't all get it, but all right. some people should get it. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's the difference, right? I mean, yeah. these kids today aren't taught how to critically think and they're, they're only consumers of headlines. So it's very easy for the agenda to be set for them and the narrative to be shaped for them because all they look at is a tweet mm -hmm. from somebody. They don't look at what's behind it. They never think critically. They never take a deep dive. They were never taught how to do those things. And all because of a little device that is big, is just big enough to fit in your pocket and get you all the information you ever needed by punching in a couple of keys and it comes up on the screen for you. Exactly. So that being said, it is so much easier for the spread of falsehoods propaganda, false narratives, and, and one of the most important things that our media is participating in these days is gaslighting. Yep. Tell a lie. Tell Keep it repeatedly. It. Yep. Tell it convincingly. And yes. repeat, 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 repeat. Put that stake in somebody's memory and drill it in through multiple outlets and multiple channels, and it's the truth. Correct. You tell a lie enough times, it becomes the truth. Correct. And just to drive the point home, if you think about all of the information that funnels through that little device or the computer, you know, it may be even consider overload alpha, you know, like it's that you're not able to discern what's coming at you. And you just then start to either say, oh, they said so. So I'm just going to take the the quote lazy way. Because you could spend hours and hours just figuring out what, what goes or what doesn't. Right. Or it could be an agenda set by those who seek, want to hold on to power, utilizing Alinsky's rules for radicals. 
That's right. It's it's yeah. a isolate, accuse, 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 and attack, attack, attack theory. And mm-hmm. another another thing, we could really go run down a rabbit hole with the whole media, uh, educational and, mm-hmm. and and modern era of electronic gizmos running everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. We could we could run down that rabbit hole, but it's it's just become just horrible. Yeah. It's, it's horrendous. We could, you know, as long as people start to realize that this is the way, you know, or or start to kind of understand the way the process works and then they can think for themselves, we've done our job. I think the main message here is, you know, don't believe everything you, you see. Mm -hmm. Um, Believe none of what you read and half of what you see. I, I remember that um, from high school, um, from mm-hmm. journalism class in college. Mm. Uh, believe none of what you read mm-hmm. and half of what you see. And that truism of life will serve you well. And nothing that you're told. You know, if someone tells you something, you really have to kind of say, hmm, let me go check on that. Yeah, we, we yeah. got to check on that. So. Yeah. You know, look, I, I think today's day and era, day and age, it, it's just much, it's become much easier for those that wish to manipulate uh, a group of people to do so very quickly. I think it's very easy mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it happens at the speed of light. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's just terrible stuff. But, uh, you know, um, we've, we spent a lot of time on that, um, you know, we encourage you to read the article uh, the agenda, about agenda setting, mm-hmm. uh, the Maxwell and McCombs uh, paper from Oxford from 1972. Mm. If, if you read it and you put it into, uh, if you put it into context of to, in, in through today's lens, it it makes an awful lot of sense. It, sure, and that'll be available to you at the notes below. You know, absolutely, and, uh, and on the podcast too, we can put that on the the podcast. You can find it in the uh, description. So absolutely, absolutely. Isn't, isn't modern technology great. We can get information out there really easily. So, yeah. So, you know, let, we're moving on. Um, we're moving on here a little bit, uh, into our, into our third point. Mm-hmm. Um, the opinion section of the podcast. Yeah. The opinion yep. section. So I don't know about you, but I'm, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to watching uh, Pence and Harris go at it uh, in a couple of nights. Mm. This is going to be interesting because it, it's. Um, I, I'm sure there's there's one side that really wants you know that uh, wants to keep this on the down low and hope that things don't come up. But I think understanding that the it's a typical format. I think two lecterns. I believe, right? I, that's what I was reading. But they're going to be t- they're going to be lots of feet apart, like twelve feet plus. Um, and the moderator of the of the uh, debate is a uh, her name is Susan Page, and she is the USA Today Washington bureau chief. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's bias against. Vice President Pence, right off the rip. <laughs> but 
I guess it is what it is. It can all well, his own, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. But you have yeah. to remember, Mike Pence has been around for a couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. Smart, smart, smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not let his uh, calm, even, uh, and perfectly on point hair uh, mm-hmm. fool fool you. Um, I I think that man is capable of holding his own. He's he's oh sure. He's something else. Yeah, he's great. I I, I just Again, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how this how this plays um, with Harris, uh, who I believe is going to be extremely snarky and also um, just trying to divert everything away from her and what she said in the past and blame everything on uh, Vice President Pence and President Trump. Well, and, it- yeah, I I hear you and I agree, but mm. we have to admit something. Let let's call, you know, balls and strikes, right? Okay. People who are more inclined to believe in Kamala Harris's ideology no matter what happens on Wednesday night. Oh, she she won. She kicked the crap out of Mike Pence in that debate. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are more conservative, perhaps like you and I. Mm-hmm. That even if Pence got on stage and he fell down flat on his face and knocked himself out, he's going to win, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest. This is this is a stage show. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Not that that's what I'm hoping for. I I mm-hmm. think Mike Pence is going to be Mike Pence. He's mm-hmm. going to be well spoken. He is going to be focused. Mm-hmm. He is going to have his. He's going to have his crap together when he gets yeah. up there. I'm going to make I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. I think Kamala Harris is going to try to go after him, and he's going to shrug it off, and he's going to be polite. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's going to do something very unexpected. I think he's going to turn it around on her in a very polite way mm. and put her on the defensive very quickly. You mean kill her with kindness? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Now, I I, I think uh, it's going to frustrate Harris to no end. It is going to make her even more indignant and double down and triple down, uh, throwing barbs at Vice President Pence. And it's going to make her look even worse. And it's just going to be kind of fun to watch. I am going to bring the popcorn and. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And, and, and a big pitfall that, uh, God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Mm. (laughs) Somehow I don't think she's going to listen to this. Yeah. You know, we like, we don't, we don't have that many listeners yet. We are, we have, we have a few. Yeah. A solid prediction I'm going to make is she will not hear what I have to say. Okay. It's a good thing. The biggest mistake she could make is to go after his faith. Mm -hmm. That would not be, that's not going to play well because people that like Mike Pence like him mm-hmm. because he's a man of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, he's a very likable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, she could fall into that trap very easily. Mm-hmm. It seems that that ideology that she seems to have mm-hmm. really seems to gravitate towards attacking somebody's faith. Because it, it, it gets, um, those looks or it, it leaves that impression on the impressionable. Like we were talking about in the agenda theory, 
you know, it, it, it plays to a leftist without religion, without uh, morals, and really just kind of gets people to kind of click, you know, on, on that, that quote barb, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think that if she tries that old trick, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the hill she's going to die on. And mm-hmm. I really, really hope she, I hope she stays above trying to pull the race card. Oh, I or it. the I'm a woman card or no, you know no she's got that too. She's she's got a or, lot. Of, yeah, she's. Yeah. Well, the moderator, again, I, how much cover, you know, you're you're not you're not Vice President Pence is not as bombastic as President Trump is. We, we all know that. And the hopefully the moderator will not be trying to provide cover for Harris when she starts stepping in certain of those lion minds you just mentioned alpha. I don't see this going, you know, like uh, this moderator. I really don't know who she is. Uh, I, I haven't read any of her stuff, but USA today doesn't really have a kind word to say about the president at all anyway. So I can't see this, you know, that it again, is this going to be a situation where vice president Pence is not only debating uh, Harris, but also debating Page. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it's... Yeah, that's totally possible. But you know what? Mike Pence has been around for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, I'm not worried about him holding his own against, uh, okay, Kamala Harris, in my opinion, and, and I'm going to put this out there, she she's a, she's a snake. Mm-hmm. Um, Chameleon would be a better way. She changes her skin, you know, skin oh, yeah. over and over again just to fit the narrative and all well, that. You know, and, why would she want to be the running mate of somebody she accused of being a molester? You know, um, it just doesn't uh, make any sense to me. She's she's kind of terrible, right? Um, and she has is- slipped. She has slipped. She, you know, the Harris under my and her Harris administration. Like I said, that that. That's a topic for another day. Why is why do they pick Joe Biden to be well? We'll get into that. But Harris has a lot of things he's already said that she's gone back on and changed to 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 pander to certain um, populations. And now, hopefully, it's, she'll it's, get called on it and let her step in it. Well, it's it's all nothing but virtue signaling. You know, yeah, red meat yeah. for the base, right? Right. Uh, Mike Pence is a very quiet, very hardworking, very diligent man. He's mm-hmm. a serious man. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamala Harris is not a serious person. And I hope, I hope the Kavanaugh treatment that she, that she portrayed oh. from, from that and hopefully get into how she's going, you know, I don't know if it's, it's going to be good to ask her how she's going to approach uh, the, the, the upcoming uh, hearings for, uh, the next uh, Supreme Court justice, I, but she she was terrible with Kavanaugh, absolutely just pandering all over the place and just looking like an idiot. So she's not well respected. Um, hopefully she'll continue that, and Vice President Pence will will stay above the fray, and he'll do his thing. And he he has a lot of record to run on. He ran well, right the COVID. 
uh, uh, the, excuse me, the Wuhan virus uh, uh, response team. And he had a lot of people around him and he was, you know, doing what leaders do, provide environments where people can uh, contribute, uh, be valued and um, allow them to do the job that they know what, you know, that they can do. So those are all leadership traits that Vice President Pence has and Harris does not. Well, she she's relatively inexperienced. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to call it like it is and and this is going to be a little harsh, a little a little not nice. Mm-hmm. She got where she is because she slept with a very powerful man. Yep. And and that's how she got where she was. Yep. First of all, she's she's Jamaican and she's uh, Indian, like mm-hmm. Indian, Indian, Asian, Indian. She's not black. She's not an African American mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she's played that card. She's she's really a horrible person. She really mm-hmm. is terrible, and she really yeah. cheapens the cheapens the argument. Mm-hmm. You know, she she accused her running mate not only of being a rapist, but also as a accused him of being a racist. Yes, and and actually he he is, but yeah. Yeah. He, Robert Byrd, and he wrote the crime bill. That's the Biden crime bill, the 94 crime bill that ruined mm-hmm. the black community. Sure. Um, just just horrible. I, I can't think of two worse people mm-hmm. to put in positions of power in this country than mm-hmm. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And mm-hmm. my theory as to why they picked Joe Biden, going back to what you said earlier, was mm-hmm. I think it's his only last ditch effort to keep him out of prison. Mm-hmm. Really hard to go after the guy, all of his Ukrainian and Chinese and, and his son's dealings when he's running for president, because that's bad luck. Mm. That's mm-hmm. a bad luck. Yeah, so yeah. that's how he got picked. Um, not to mention that he probably has moderate dementia. Mm-hmm. He, he's Easily horrible. manipulable. Oh, yeah. he's, he's horrible. He doesn't even yeah. know where he is half the time, I don't think. Exactly. And I think in the last debate, I think he was wearing a wire. Oh, I, I again, can't prove it, but there, there are some really good uh, pictures out there <laughs> that, that do demonstrate that, you know, he had something up his sleeve, literally, and uh, a wire up his, uh, near his uh, coat pocket. You know, you can see the wire, but, you know, and, yeah. and again, we don't have any proof, but this is the opinion part of the, the the show. And there was no, and when he was listening, I don't know if he was, those uh, grumblings that he was having was basically agreeing with the person talking in his ear, you know, or, you know, or and he just, it just sounded like he was distracted. But anyway. Yeah. He, it's just, yeah, we could go on for hours about sure. that, that mess. We, we already, we did our piece on it. Yep. And it's, it's, it's kind of in the history books now and it's, it's just going to be horrible. I, I, I really hope that, look, I don't hate anybody. I just, I, I just think that Kamala Harris has been on the wrong side of just about everything Yep. ever. Um, and I think Mike Pence is a genuinely good man. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the faith leaders really respect him. Mm-hmm. Because he really is a man of uh, of God. He mm-hmm. really is a nice, nice man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that we've we've chopped that up. We're at the forty seven minute mark, and we've got mm-hmm. a few more minutes to go. Um, 
you know, we want to go over, we're going to wrap this up for you. Uh, sure. I think about 47 or 48 minutes, you know, maybe 50 minutes. We want to keep them just under an hour because we're, we're grateful for whatever time you give us. Right. That's right. Thank so, you very much, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, so we, we talked about the newer format. We really hope that you like the newer format, right? Um, we're, we're trying really hard to make this a good product uh, for you. Uh, remember, we're not making any money doing this. Actually, it kind of costs us money, uh, which is okay. All right. It's that's fine. Okay, we have day jobs. <laughs> yeah, we have. That's right. We have day jobs, and this is something we do for fun. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying I, myself. Yeah. Yep. I enjoy spending time with my friend Bravo. So mm -hmm. we're we're in good shape there. You know, it was great news this week that President Trump was discharged from the hospital without any without any serious problems that we can see. Right. Uh, let's hope that uh, holds true. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really nice to see all the people supporting him out in front of Walter Reed. Yeah. Um, and you know, actually got to see it. I, yeah, I, I did. I'm I jealous. did. I did. I was, I was, if, if I had longer uh, today, mm -hmm. I was going to walk up there and, you know, there's been like an all day vigil going on up there mm -hmm. and there's a, a great police presence and there's cops in there with the, with the people with the Trump signs and everybody seemed to be smiling and having a real honest to God, having a really good time. Yeah. There were no problems and it was, it was really chill. And um, they left it cleaner than they found it. Yeah. And, and rumor has it, the Trump campaign sent everybody last night, they sent them pizza. Yeah. And uh, in the New York Post, there there's an article that talks about that the, can the Trump <laughs> yeah. campaign really did. I was I was kind of like, oh, I, you know, and and now you know there's going to be PizzaGate. They're gonna, they're going to have a scandal that you know uh, uh, political pack oh. violation or some oh, garbage. Yeah. No, people stop it. Just let them. You know, it was it was a really good feel good moment. You couldn't tell from the press because again, they're telling you um, a story, not the story. Um, Again, hat, tap, hat tip, Dan Bongino. Thank you, sir, for giving us that. Um, but in terms of how uh, we we are going to go about this, you know, we're looking forward to the vice president debate. You can bet that we're going to be talking about it afterwards. You know, I think um, looking at it after and in, in impressions that we're going to have, we'll talk about the highlights. Um, and I hope you'll all join us for that. Right. And, and I sincerely hope there are no low lights and I hope everybody behaves and they mm -hmm. give it the seriousness that I think it deserves. Sure. Um, I, I look, I may be a conservative kind of libertarianish person. I really do miss having an opposition party with some reasonable ideas. Okay. And in a reasonable, uh, level of behavior. And I really hope that they give it the seriousness that I think it deserves. Um, and it definitely does deserve. And, and another important message from this week is from the president, his tweet, why, why we were kind of very impressed with what he put out and, and seems stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, COVID-19, its effects are, are, Immense on mm -hmm. the country. The most serious effect is a health problem. Mm -hmm. It's bad. It, it can be a very bad virus if you have some challenges. We've gone over it. We've beaten that to death. Without not, it, yeah. it, the president said it himself. It's not a death sentence. Right. It does not have to be a death sentence. We have ways of treating it, which unfortunately have been politicized. Uh, we'll talk about that later, maybe again in another show, or mm -hmm. maybe we don't. We've, we've seen enough of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a death sentence. And, and I think he was showing some really great leadership by sending out that tweet saying, hey, I'm back. I feel great. Mm -hmm. you know, we've done some really cool stuff. Look, look at this, you know. Sure. 
So I agree. I think that's yep. good stuff. You know, yep. that, that's that's a bright point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, uh, now is the time where we plug our affiliate. Yep. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna plug POF USA again. Uh, POF Patriot Ordnance Factory of Chandler, Arizona, manufacturers of some of the finest AR-15 style rifles uh, made anywhere in the world. I'd put them up against anybody. Some really innovative features that you won't find anywhere else. Uh, reasonable price point. The quality is absolutely impeccable. And these are machines that I trust my life to and trust my family's life to. So if you're looking for a great AR-15 style rifle and 22 long rifle all the way up to 762 by 51 give them a look. Go to pof-usa.com. Again, pof-usa.com. Maybe hopefully sometime in the future, we'll have a discount link for you. Uh, They do also manufacture accessories. They have a line of clothing, Uh, really cool folks doing really cool things. Mm -hmm. Um, This goes out to my friend, Frank, who was the owner of the company, family-owned. Frank was unfortunately killed in a uh, very tragic car accident uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Great guy. I love talking to him, and I think of him very often. Every time I go to the range and I shoot his his rifle that he built for me. So I'm very happy uh, and proud to own it, uh, as you would be too. Again, pof-usa.com made by Americans for Americans in Chandler, Arizona, always American all the time. Thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, everybody be safe. Uh, election day is coming up. If you're not registered to vote, go get registered to vote. If you know people who aren't mm-hmm. registered to vote, go get them registered to vote. You don't have to vote Republican, but you have to vote. That is the American way. And remember to vote down the whole ticket, the whole ticket. This is a very important election, and we hope you take it seriously. That's right. Everyone have a great night. Stay safe. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, God bless everybody. Take care. Bless our soldiers, sailors, and airmen protecting us 24-7-365, our EMS personnel, our firefighters out there, and most importantly, our police officers. If you see one, buy them a cup of coffee. Really. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care.